The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Awkward Introductions Part 1, which you'll discover very soon. Uh, hi, it's Carrie. Uh, Jay couldn't make it. He was on assignment, but everybody else was here, and we had a good time. Uh, listen, want to remind you once again about the Patreon. Um, <laughs> it's very affordable, and you get all kinds of wonderful secret stuff that you don't get here on this free podcast. Uh, it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link. It'll take you directly to our Patreon page. Tree fitty a month. Come on. And in that, you get all kinds of uh, stuff that, like I said, you don't get here on this uh, podcast. You get our deep dives on uh, shows like Obi-Wan and Ms. Marvel and things like that. Spoiler-filled deep dives. Uh, Also, you're going to get, I believe, uh, Jay Whitaker at Dollywood is coming to our our Patreon. There's a reason to sign up right there. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the uh, direct link to that. Uh, also, uh, we love seeing our merch out in the wild. Uh, it's uh, You just go to geekshowpodcast.com and click on our merch button. Uh, we're going to be changing that soon, just so you know. So uh, if, you, uh, if you want to get your merch right away, that's the way to do it. All kinds of things there, mugs and T-shirts and hoodies and leggings and all that. So, uh, But like I said, we're going to be changing that here in a, probably in a few weeks. So uh, you may want to go ahead and get that. I love seeing our logo on folks at Comic-Con when I'm there. So uh, merch, always. If you want to support the show, that's a great way to do it, and our Patreon. And, of course, telling all your friends about this show. Uh, we appreciate that. You know, subscribe and all of that. Review us nicely and tell your friends about us is always good. So brand new episode. Name of the episode is Awkward Introductions Part 1. Please to enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, look at Uh, you. Oh, no. (laughs) He just froze, and there's no audio. We were fighting this earlier. It's the best freeze that he's on, though. It's so classic. That's why we were late. The time. Literally. The show is starting. <laughs> that is wild. Oh my gosh. So, uh, Rebecca, you're in charge yeah, now. Okay. No. Okay. I'm in Post charge Rebecca. now. Rebecca's in charge. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Geek Show Podcast. I forgot how Carrie starts these things. I usually tune out until it's my turn to talk. Uh, <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> the truth comes out. I yeah. see. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Geek Show Podcast. To my left, it's Quad T Tony. Hey, I was just messaging Carrie in all caps accidentally. You're gone, <laughs> Carrie. No, <laughs> no, no. Really gone. So no, the show really gone. started. Are we gonna have to start uh, over? No, no, no. I mean, the show started. We're just going. Okay. This train yeah. can do. Yeah, everything's fine. This train left. has left. Left welcome the station. To the Shit, Rebecca everything. Show Podcast. Yeah, everything's the... fine. Everything's fine. This is not a drought. <laughs> <laughs> Check um, me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast. Keeping this train rolling. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, oh. Right on under me, where he likes to be. It's Shannon Burns and everybody. Wow. <laughs> hey, look at Shannon getting the good intro. 
Jeez. It, Do you not like it, being on my left? No, I was going to say, <laughs> I, you know, given the choice, you're correct. You're correct. Shannon's uh, a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> A power a bottom. Is that, what, is that is, a thing? What's that mean? All the power is generating all the power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shannon, like, Shannon, you got I anything don't... to plug? <laughs> On the bottom. <laughs> On the bottom. Oh, let me get started. Let me see what I can do from down here, Rebecca. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> what you got? You show me what you got, and I'll plug it. I'll find something. I'll find something. Um, Not if I, I'll find it first. <laughs> And sitting and watching in the corner, it's Lee George K. <laughs> oh, hey, at least I'm I'm on the left, still involved oh. I'm not in the corner like Lee. Not, not the first time I've sat in the corner watching. Uh, Grimley's on Instagram and uh, Grimley Fiendish on the Facebooks. Um, and I'm sorry for those of you that saw that Molotov cocktail thing last night. I don't know what I'm posting at 2 a.m. Bum, ba, da, bum. Uh... And, and our, I'm your host. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got, we got until we get Carrie back. We got Rebecca Frost. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um Lee, here's a fun game we can play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, okay, follow follow me on at you gross Rebecca on Twitter. I'm only retweeting very angry things. Uh nice. Lee, here's a fun game we can play. You okay. pull up whatever picture Carrie has told you to find. Uh-huh. And I'll figure out what we're talking about. Oh, you'll figure out the story. I'll figure out the story. So we're gonna do um, we're gonna do story roulette. Story? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. So um, let's get because I I consider myself pretty hip and up to the news. So You're quite I worldly. Bet, I'm pretty worldly. So I bet if you just yeah. put up a picture, uh, yeah, I, I can I can figure out what we're talking about. I think you're looking for world wise. Oh, worldly. worldly. I thought you were gonna yeah. say worldwide. Worldly? And I was like, how dare um, you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> this is the day of my daughter's quinceanera. Oh, okay. This... <laughs> <laughs> okay, here um, we go. Okay. First story. I feel I feel like uh, for, for old folks now, this feels an awful lot like uh, the Mighty Cormac on Carson. Oh, yeah. Where, Wait, yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. Watch, watch, okay. watch, 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 no, my favorite one. Right. He goes, he goes, so. sis, boom, ba. All right, so we were going to play oh, Story of Roulette, but Carrie came back. <laughs> Carrie, we, we have already done all the intros. Oh, we've we started? already done all the intros. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep. So, and now, and now our host. And walking uh, into the room awkwardly, taking it's over Jackson. <laughs> From Rebecca, it's Carrie Jackson. <laughs> I just, I just, oh. Jesus, I just sat down. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's sitting down and watching is my job, Carrie. That's oh, please don't. Oh, Rebecca. That's Rebecca, I slid out from underneath you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did so miss a lot. I, didn't I, I had things are slippery. A lot, Carrie. Things are slippery. <laughs> <laughs> I had an intro for you, Carrie, but it was something along the lines of uh, when you expecting to get a sock from Master Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's oh. free. Oh. He's a free boy. <laughs> That's not a sock. It's potato sock. Why is the sock crunchy? <laughs> From the potatoes. So we went in a decisively naughty direction, which I guess we could just assume if Rebecca ever hosts the show. Yes. I, I have one setting, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Shall, oh, yes. Uh, me, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com for now. All right. Let's begin. Okay. Uh, let's let's see how long this will last. Let's. Uh, uh, Hold on, I still want to guess what the story is. 
I so hope Master gives that's, you a sock, Dobby. That's what uh, Rebecca was going to host, and uh, Lee was just going to put a picture up for whatever the story is you told him to get, and we were going to try and we were gonna decide what okay. the story was based guess. on the picture. Well, okay, right. well, let's do that with here's, the first story. Go ahead. Here's your okay, first yeah, yeah. story. Here's your first story, Mighty Rebecca. All right. Okay, I'm on let's it. I'm see. on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. X-Wings, how do they get their name? How do they have the letter <laughs> X in the Star Wars language? Who freaking knows? <laughs> Who you can't tell by looking knows? at it. That's I love for that. Sure. Jermaine Clement's uh, Twitter, he, yeah. <laughs> he he posted that exact thing and said, uh, and no one had an answer really because I don't think there's an X in Arabish, is there? And that's the thing Disney Star Wars is doing is they are very much like, no plot holes ever. So come on, <laughs> uh, give, us an, not, <laughs> give us a reason. They're not doing not doing a very good job of that. Figure it out. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this I think this is the one, actually. Um, the Star Wars... It, it, this, this is the one. This is friend. the one. Okay, Star Wars X-Wing Fighter model used in the 1977 original Star Wars fetched an astonishing $2.3 million at auction Tuesday night. I wow. never would have guessed... This is the story. <laughs> oh, really? I, I saw this. I, I saw it this week, and I was like, "Oh, that's the that's the real model." This, this is, is the story wanna, about the. Option. You want to know what? You want to? I'm going to show you another picture so you right. know for sure this is the real model. Are you this ready for the this one. shit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check out that pilot. This is uh, the Red Leader uh, yep. X-wing. Dusty. Oh, it's not even it's not even a Rebel pilot. That's like a World War II fighter pilot. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, yeah they had World War II in space. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's a uh, red leader. Two. He's the one who, uh, as he went down, went, yeah! Mm. Uh, that was a uh, miniature. You see, kids, back in the day, they used to actually have to build models. Yeah, these are all kit from other models. And then the camera moved around the model to make it look like it was moving. Yep. When, when I, I died, we got when we watched A New Hope at the end of the year this year, mm-hmm. I, I, it was blowing the kid's mind. I was like, that's a that's like a toy you can hold in your hand. Yeah. What? You know. Well, I remember the first time I learned that was on an episode of Reading Rainbow, hosted by Lavar Burton, when they went behind the scenes on Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, special effects, and they showed the Next Gen Enterprise upside down with a camera mm-hmm. panning around it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, what? That's crazy! Well, if, if you ever get a chance to see the practical model they used for the original Enterprise back in the sixties, that thing was like seven feet long. It was. Woo. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so this is the one created by uh, ILM, estimated to go for five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> wow, they <laughs> underestimated that. Who are the nerds paying this much money for this? I would Rich love ones. to know. Uh, this one was uh, used. Uh, this is Red Wing, uh, uh, Red X Wing Squadron leader Garvin Drees, played by the late uh, Drew Henley. Just so you know. Oh, Drew's my fave. He was. That was uh, Don, uh, <laughs> Don Henley's brother, believe it or not. Now, the reason these he were, makes shirts. The, re- the reason these were so were so ex- uh, going for such a lot of money is because they're apparently very rare. Because most were destroyed by pyrotechnics while filming the mm-hmm. Death Star oh. battle. That's such a good sense. story. Yeah, uh, the model screen matches to a specific pyro shot of the explosion going off on Red Leader's engine in the film, uh, according to Prop Store's COO. He told Forbes magazine. So yeah. So how much? How much money did that sell for again? That was two point three million. 
Oh, okay, no. I was just trying to figure like out any uh, like celebrity could just like pull that out of their fucking. Yeah, oh, no, okay. it's just any time anything like this sells. I try to figure out how many how many uh, shelters that could have kept open. Yeah, how, how many guillotines can that build? How many guillotines that could have built? Yeah, guillotines. Yes, those are not expensive. I mean, propeller the. Lawnmower blades work just as well. Yeah, but if you want like a quality blade, I want a quality blade to cut through to cut through the skin of the lizard people of Congress. Well, right. you only need one guillotine. You don't need to what? buy a lot of them. Yeah, you just take turns. One guillotine. I want to do them all at once. I want to do them all at once, a la Kingsman. Oh uh, yes, okay. Uh, well, hey, I was actually going to ask though, if we were like during our like. Uh, my planned question for uh, during the introduction. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, no, that's okay. You did fine. You did great. I'm so really proud of you. I was just going to ask. Um, I have never started uh, the uh, you know the sh- the show about the ladies that wear the bonnets. What's it called? Oh, uh, we don't got to talk about Hand- it. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I had to should stop. I-, I had to stop watching it because it was getting to be too real. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Should I start it or should I just watch the live production that's happening right now? Here's the thing. Elizabeth Moss continues to make just the worst fucking decisions in that show. And that's why I had to stop watching. I was like, oh, hey, really? Elizabeth Moss, maybe stop doing this thing you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're on the subject of Star Wars, here's something to make you smile. <laughs> ah, uh, smiling. This is uh, coming on August 5th to Disney+. Plus. It's another Lego Star Wars special. This one called, as you can see, oh. Lego Summer Vacation. What? <laughs> I love to see my villains turned into relatable characters. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, here's, uh, here's the highlight. It will come with an all-new Weird Al Yankovic song called Scarif Beach Party. <laughs> there you go. Scarif Beach Party. Spooky no. Scarif. No, you know, a lot of, no, a lot of rebels died on Scarif Beach. Yeah. Uh, Lord the, Vader, the bring official... me another martini. Official... What do you mean this is only SPF 15? <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking for a much-needed break from stormtroopers and TIE fighters, Finn arranges a surprise vacation for his friends Ray, Poe, Rose, Chewie, BB-8, R2, and 3PO aboard the, hey, cross-promotion, the ultra-luxurious Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon. Stop it. But Finn's plan to have one last hurrah together quickly goes awry when he's separated from the group. While searching for his friends, he encounters three force ghosts Obi Wan, Anakin, and Leia. Who each they share, all at the beach. All at the beach, who yeah. each share their own unexpected stories of vacations gone wrong, helping him to understand that holidays are more about than just having fun. <laughs> they need to do one bit. One <laughs> bit will make this the most meta thing in the entire world, is if the ghost of Princess Leia turns to a group of people in swimwear and they do the Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you remember this bit. I don't. when... No, Carrie Fisher hosted Saturday Night Live after She's Star on the Wars, beach, oh. and there was Leia. a bit where they did the Star Wars beach party, and they did the, it was like Annette and Frankie, and they did the whole choreographed Obi-Wan Kenobi dance, and they had a song called Do the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, I remember and... the cover of Rolling Stone where they were on the beach, but, uh, do the Obi-Wan, I just want to hear someone say, you will be visited by three force ghosts. <laughs> someone will. Uh... <laughs> Yank Weird Al Yankovic's character is named Vic Vanko. Uh, he's actually a character, and not just there, good for him. There will be a Weird Al Lego mini figure, yeah. uh, and they're uh, traveling on the Halcyon because, well, you know, 
synergy. This is uh, this is the moment. This is the event horizon I was not looking forward to. Was when (laughs) this this cross promotional shit started to happen. Well, I was going to say, is this the shark that they're jumping? Is this nah, it? Nah, they'll, no. they'll never jump a shark. Sharks in space? <laughs> I know, space sharks. So, what am I so do you uh, you want me to play that uh, Carrie Fisher skit? Yes. Sure, do you have that? I can. Yeah, I got it. I oh, found cool. it. Oh, cool. I'm, oh, I'm just gonna, that good. They're, they're just gonna, that good. They're going to ban us. If you no, play they won't. It. It's from the 70s. Nobody yeah, cares. Nobody remembers the 70s anyway. Oh, it's I all do. good. Okay. Mark my <laughs> I mean, words. Or don't. Well. But I'll fight it because we'll talk through the whole thing. So right. it'll okay. be good. Okay, there, we go. there it is. You guys, oh, you guys seeing that on the screen? Yep. Okay. Uh, let me know if there's audio or not because there's probably not. I probably didn't click the box. So. Also, if there is, <laughs> it'll if, probably be echoey. I was going to say, I can't hear anything if you're playing it. Well, it's not, no, he's not, he's not playing I it. I want to make yet. sure my It has to go to space off. and back. Give it a minute. Here we go. No audio. No audio. No audio? Okay. Hold on. Is that. Hold on. Is that Garrett, That's Garrett, Garrett Morris That's and Garrett Sammy Morris. Davis Jr.? It's Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker. Oh, it's right there on the thing. I All right, see, so I'm going to stop Franken sharing. There. I'm going to start sharing again. Sharing screen. All right. Share system audio. <laughs> it's like I know enhance. what I'm doing. Enhance. Zoom in, enhance. Zoom in, enhance. Okay, enhance. run shut up. Oh. Okay, run shut up. Oh, there's the echo. There's the echo. <laughs> Is that Ackroyd as Vincent Price? Is that Ackroyd as Vincent Price? Thank you, Chubby, for the new twist on Alan's Y bell. Alan's Y bell. All right. All right. That's that's the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi we're doing there. So yeah, I saw that skit a thousand years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You remembered it. You remembered it. So oh, let's get off my Facebook. Well, that's embarrassing. (laughs) That's embarrassing. You gotta stop uh, sharing your sound. You gotta stop uh, sharing uh, your audio. sound now. Stop sharing your audio. Well, yeah, hold on. Your audio oh, hold on. I'm very old. That's yeah, the Scarif Beach Party. Before there was Scarif Beach Party. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since we're still the on the Star Wars tip, let's continue. Um, John Williams yes. is 90 years old. He has written music what? for over 150 movies. Years. Oh. And a <laughs> lot of them. A lot of them so iconic and recognizable. People know them even if they haven't seen the movie. Yeah, uh, he is regarded as probably the greatest composer in the history of cinema, but uh, he says that uh, he's just working on Indiana Jones Five, and he said, "quote uh, I'm currently working on Indy Five, which Harrison Ford, who's quite a bit younger than I am, I think has announced will be his last film. So I thought if Harrison can do it, then perhaps I can also. Now to clarify." What he said was, this is his last Indiana Jones film. Harrison Ford is not retiring. Uh, ah. But uh, he is uh, saying, I, I don't want to be seen as, you know, I can play tennis, but I'd like to be able to believe that maybe one day I will. Uh, you know, I'd like to spend some time at home alone, if you don't mind. <laughs> I kind of imagine um, Harrison Ford is on set walking around saying, this is my last movie. I'm never doing another movie ever. God damn. People are going, how's it going? 
Harrison, living the dream, man. Living the dream. So I he's broke probably, my foot on the Millennium Falcon again. So he's probably going to retire after Indy 5. And, you know, if Harrison Ford retired after Indy 5, I wouldn't hold it against him either. Go and have some yeah. fun. Go crash some more yeah. airplanes, Harrison. That's a good hobby. <laughs> After it tell. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, after these messages, messages we'll be right, we'll be right, right back. back. And now, a message about the Geek Show Patreon. From Geek Show. Patreon. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, there's money, a, please! Money, please. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the link. If you're not already a Patreon member, that's where you go. It's because most of you can't spell Patreon. Uh, Geekshowgotthiscovered.com will take you right there. It's only three fifty, three fifty a month. And with that, you get all kinds of secret stuff that you don't get here on this free podcast. You get deep dives into shows where we go spoilery. We say we, we don't spoil stuff on the uh, podcast too often, but we go spoilery yeah. in, the, in the deep dives on your favorite movies and TV shows. Uh, we've got all kinds of special programming that happens there. You two want to talk about that? Yeah, Tony and I, we do our kids' table reviews where we um, typically review uh, recently whatever Arby's has. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> been a big Arby's year. <laughs> Um, but our little fan base of food perverts loves. We know you're out there. <laughs> we know you're out there. They love watching us eat food uh, on Mike. Candy, yeah. Mountain Dew, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever kind of new, weird, kitschy, geek-related. Sometimes, sometimes not food that comes out that yeah. uh, might be interesting. There's uh, Jay will occasionally do some stuff in there on his own. I know uh, Lee will do some painting of uh, miniatures and things like that sometimes. And the Adventures of Mr. B are in there as well. Uh, AMAs. So, Carrie does AMA from time yep. to time. Oh, we've done AMAs does, in a long time. We should probably do some AMAs. Let's Lee do an does, AMA. Lee does his Star Wars AMA. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's that's where you want to go to ask him anything about Star Wars. Uh, also, uh, we have a Discord channel that is for our Patreons exclusively, and uh, that's that's a lot of fun too. It's a fun community space. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. fans we. You know, fans of Geek Show, we have Geek Show in common, but we also have a lot of other interests in common. Um, there's a sports channel in there. If you like sports, there's TV spoiler, TV spoiler free channels. We got all kinds of yeah. stuff. Uh, conspiracy like, theories. There's like got 30 those. different channels in there. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a channel for everything. And it's filled with uh, good people like yourself. So uh, go on in there. It's, it's a reasonably safe space to be. It's as safe as you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's as safe so, as you let it be. <laughs> so go to go to our uh, Patreon. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link that'll take you right there. Tree fitty a month. Well worth every penny. And thank you. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shannon, I think, is the only one of us that watches Solar Opposites, I believe. I watched, oh, I watch Solar Opposites. I watch Solar Opposites. Yeah, I love that, that show. Okay, well, it's back, isn't it? you got to be more is vocal, it? then. Uh, the new season we arrives, vocal. <laughs> arrives July 13th. Yes. I'm so excited. Uh, and there is a new trailer out there that uh, uh, promises more clashes with and or celebrations of Earth culture for our family of aliens, it says here in io9. Um, what if I don't want any more Earth culture? <laughs> no, this is lampooning of Earth culture. The one culture. we have is bad. In season three, the liberation for the shrink-rate humans who've lived inside the wall. <laughs> My favorite part of the show. So you're, good. You're getting that. They're going to be liberated uh, in uh, season three. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe it's time to start watching this. 
he said Maybe to himself. It's, it's fun, if it's only for show. the people in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even outside of that, I think it's really good, too. Yeah, the the it's characters like, and the things. It's not as Rick and Morty as Rick and Morty, for sure. No. Oh, okay. Hey, right. hey, I got a Rick and Morty question. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I was, uh, Back to uh, the Future is what you're thinking of. I was drunk in Las Vegas last weekend, and uh, I was drunk in the room by myself. And so I did what I always do when I'm by myself in a room in Las Vegas. I watched Adult Swim. And, um, Me too. So, so my question is, uh, I, there's an episode of Rick and Morty on, and uh, Rick kept getting in fights with the President of the United States. Mm-hmm. And the President yes. of the United States like has mech suits and shit. What was that oh. all about? I don't that's, get it. That's, that's just, just is the what Rick it and is. Morty universe. Yeah. And the president yeah. of the United States is voiced by none other than Keith David. Yeah, he was amazing. Awesome. I, I watched that whole episode and I thought to myself, oh my God, this show's so good. Why didn't I watch it? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. So, man, it's, I laughed. I laughed so hard. It was the selfie episode. It was the one where Rick kept fucking up with the president because Morty couldn't have a selfie. <laughs> yeah. And don't, I was just uh, like, this show is so funny. Don't I don't let, know why I didn't listen to yeah. Tony. Don't don't let Ned hey, Shannon. <laughs> don't let the uh, the 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 rabid crazies of the fan base like, put you Tony, off of the show. Tony it's, and it's Tony really alone good. has been telling me for years that Rick and Morty is such a good show. Shashwan sauce. Do remember Shashwan sauce? Oh my God, it's the best in the world. Well, okay, Rebecca. I wonder if that's all you took away from. I wonder, though, I wonder if you watch it while sober, (laughs) if you'll feel the same way. Well, here's the funny thing, Carrie. I think the only way I don't know how to find Rick and Morty unless I'm drunk off my ass in Las Vegas at midnight by myself in a hotel room. So, you know, I went to Sam's Town. I didn't see the killers there. Well, they live what here a, now. What a deep cut. Yeah. Well, I mean, get, I well Brandon at least lives here now anyway. Yeah. I, so. I stopped at, when I was going um, at my RV trip uh, a couple weeks ago, I stopped at the taco time that has a shrine built to Brandon Flowers really? because he worked there. The one in, is oh, it oh, in Nephi? Awesome. Is that the one? In Nephi, yeah. Across wow. from the one-man band diner. Yeah. <laughs> I've driven by that taco time so many times. I'm going to go in next time I go in there. By. It's got a shrine built yeah. to not only Brandon Flowers, but all the other celebrities that, that, not that necessarily have been in the taco time, but the employees have met. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's uh, like the shrine of um, people I dealt craps to when I was working at a casino. Like so, it's just a picture of me and the cast of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> the same recurring cast of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Carrie, do you have the other uh, news about an awesome animated series coming back in July? Uh, which one? Harley must Quinn. Must not be that awesome. Uh, I've not got that. What? Oh no! What? Yeah, <laughs> not Harley Quinn story. comes yeah. back in July. Yeah, uh, I got to go back to Vegas. Maybe I'll catch that at two in the morning. <laughs> That's on HBO though, not Adult Swim. So. Oh. And you can watch that sober, and it's still funny. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, Bane's my favorite character on there. Um, <laughs> He's when, so Bane, good. when Bane took <laughs> what are we even hired, doing? <laughs> when Bane took the henchman to kill that kid at the slushy shop, I just about yes. died. So good. <laughs> you always sketch right. my name wrong. <laughs> you always sketch my name wrong. It's Bane, not Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are we? I'm gonna when Joker takes his dish at the bar mitzvah. He's like, "But I ordered this. What are we doing?" <laughs> I I specifically ordered uh. the chicken. <laughs> what? You didn't. What are we doing? <laughs> God, he's so good. Um. All right. Uh, new uh, Spy Kids franchise. 
Yes! I know. God. Was there clamoring? Is Monsieur Rodriguez coming back? Senor Rodriguez is in charge, yes. Uh, is Junie an adult now? Because if there's one thing that I could never figure out is why Junie wasn't the star. Because everybody was always focusing on Carmen, and Junie had much better jokes and gadgets. He's too busy being married to Megan Trainer and having toilets right next to each other. What? Oh, what the frick? God. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Couple that poops together stays together? Oh. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez um, in a reboot of his film series for Netflix. Um, he's got, uh, it's it's a reboot. Uh, Zachary Levi and Gina Rodriguez are going to be cast as the parents. What? Did I watch the old ones? Huh. Are they good? Oh my God, they're yes. Are, really? They are, they, they, are... they take place in the Machete universe. Yep. Really? Yeah. yeah their, unc- their uncle is actually Machete, and he makes the gadgets frick? for them. What, mm-hmm. what have I been doing yeah. with my life? These movies are incredible, Tony. Right, I mean, they're well. really good if you're like six. So for sure. Or if you're like yeah. 33. I mean... uh, so uh, Antonio Banderas and Carla Gugino, my my girlfriend, were uh, the original parents. Yeah, and she put her glasses on, and the word "spy mom" would flash across her lenses. Yeah, like, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, he uh, now most recently Rodriguez uh, did the "We Could Be Heroes," which featured characters from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, uh, most that was... recently, Robert Rodriguez did "Book of Boba Fett." Well, and that, that of yeah. course. Uh, also joining the Spy Kids cast, which will be the fil- fil- uh, fifth film in the series. Uh, because of Spy Kids all the time in the world. Uh, they got some new kids. Uh, they're newcomers. Uh, uh, you, you've not heard of them. Uh, they're going to play the, <laughs> play the title characters. You don't know. All right. Everly yeah. Carganilla. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Know yeah. her. And Connor Esterson. Uh-huh. So, no. <laughs> I, probably watched, I probably watched the three Spy Kids movies about 300 times each. The frick? Hmm. I had little kids. They're good. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, oh, right, and Ricardo right. Montalban was their grandpa, and it was fucking amazing. Because at yeah, one time, he had a, he had they, a, a, he had a, a mech suit. suit. Yeah. Isn't who, remind me, the villain? Well, the villain was, um, in the first movie, was the star of the kids' show that they liked to watch, and he had the thumb thumbs. And I the thumb thumbs, it, yeah. I think it was Nightcrawler, wasn't it? Hmm. The guy who played Nightcrawler. Was it Alan, Alan Cummings? Cummings? It was I'm Alan sure Cummings. It was Alan I Cummings. think he was the bad guy. Hmm. And then. They had the whole thing where they had the tiny little micronized island. Uh, Spy Kids is a trip. Like, it's one of those shows. Oh, my God, and they have to go to a secret island? Yeah. When you're a parent, you are are subjected to a lot of horrible children's media. And so something like Spy Kids comes on where you have this homage to Ray Harryhausen's fighting skeletons on the beach. And you have kids with mech suits. And it's just really kind of irreverent and fun and at the same time kind of wholesome. And I just like love Spy Kids, even though like, it was not for me. My like, kids imagine Carla Gugino. Imagine Carla Gugino and Antonio Banderas are your parents, right? And they are super spies, but they get yeah. captured, right? And the two kids mm-hmm. are like, "Oh my god, what yeah. are we gonna do?" Right? They become the spies. That's yeah. why yep. it's called you Spy Kids. Me, you had me at imagine Carla Gugino. Yep, I'm there. <laughs> uh, the plot is the children of the world's greatest secret agents unwittingly help a powerful game developer unleash a computer virus that gives him control of all technology. Uh, and uh, so the kids have to save their parents and the world. And uh, Racer Max, Rodriguez's kid, uh, Robert Rodriguez's kid, is going to be helping out on this, co-writing. There's there's another good reason to watch Spy Kids is um, uh, George Clooney is the president of the United States. Yes. And of course he's always he wearing He's always wearing these glasses that have, like, the censored bar over them so that you can't mm-hmm. tell that it's really him, even <laughs> though it's just covering his eyes. <laughs> it's so good. I, wanna, I know this what is... I'm watching today. 
This is wild. I don't even know what to say. Uh, oh, yeah. Cheech, Cheech is there. Cheech is yeah. in it. Yeah. Cheech is there. Yep. Cheech yep. is there. Um, has anyone been watching the new uh, season four of Stranger Things? Anyone? Yes. Yeah, I watched them all. Yeah, yeah. You watched them all? Yep. Because we got the trailer for the final two episodes of Stranger Things season four. Which is so going to be dark. Uh, released a preview for the trailer for the finale. Split release schedule. Uh, July 1st is when the next two will drop. And they're like movies, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're long, movie yeah. length. They're, uh, some, one of cool. them's almost three hours. Uh, but wow. uh, yeah, you can go and watch that now. And, nice. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, July 1st. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think, I'll, uh, I think I'll head down to Vegas and uh, get really drunk and watch it on the TV in the hotel. Did <laughs> you know you can get drunk here and watch things at home There's in TV the comfort in of your own pajama pants? <laughs> I mean, just take a just take a left on I-15 in Lehigh and come watch it at my house, you know? Uh, yeah, I heard about you guys in Lehigh. I don't know <laughs> if I'll watch it down there. <laughs> I got a new couch. No. Come check it out. <laughs> you got a new couch? I did. Yeah. You did. Did you, get a Costco? did you get one of those Costco couches? Uh, no. I looked hard at those, though, and we almost did, but it was uh, we wanted a sectional, and it turns the wrong direction, so it closes the room off. We needed one that turned on the left side ah. instead of the right side. Oh, so, wow. like, hmm? lead walk, you'll be walking in there like me. Sir, like, about. Sure, is a, sure is a lot of pineapples up in here. Um, <laughs> Now, uh, before we leave Stranger Things, <laughs> I just got to say something real quick here because there's a lot of uh, people of a certain age that are, uh, well, how do I put it, kind of dismissing the people of a younger age who are discovering this Kate Bush song that's all throughout. And they're running on the hill. Um, yeah, shut, shut the fuck up, people of a certain age. Yeah. That song's immortal. First of all, shouldn't you be happy that they are discovering it yeah. at all? Because yeah. they I, probably I wouldn't hate, have. You know, I hate I, when people are like, "You can't like the things I liked." Yeah, and that's all, dumb. Also, I read that she owns all rights to this song, and she's I, making awesome. a she's fuck making ton like, of money. She's, she's making, making a fuck like ton of money. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars a week or something. I hope for her. I hope so. Uh, and just so you know, uh, at the at that radio station I work for, uh, we used to play it all the time. Stopped mm-hmm. playing it, and now it's back in. Yeah, regular rotation. Because I heard it happen. I heard it yesterday. I get a lot of texts. On, I get a lot yeah. of texts from uh, younger people saying, "Play that Stranger Things song," you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm happy to. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, you know? no, it's an amazing song. Yeah. It's so it's a very so it's good. a very very good song. I, I wish though I could never hear it again. I am with you, but still, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say I can say that about a lot of songs that we play at the station. But also, the the texter said, "Thank you for playing the Stranger Things song." Is there something else by this person? Kate Bush nice. that uh, I might enjoy and so I reply to these texts and I say here try these tracks you might enjoy them yeah, uh, Kate Bush is amazing I mean she's like Laurie Anderson there's a couple of mm. female artists in the mid 80s that were so avant-garde that like in Laurie Anderson's case she was too avant-garde yes. and the stuff that got played was not her best stuff there was other stuff that she was doing with David Byrne and other people that mm-hmm. was like mind-boggling Lori Anderson's I feel that big way. I feel that way about Nickelback in the 90s. Lori <laughs> Anderson's big hit was Oh Superman, which is good, mm-hmm. but it's not some of her best stuff. And you can look yeah. that up on YouTube or wherever. It's a uh, I got I was lucky enough to be able to see her perform. I think she opened for Peter Murphy, was it? Wow. Uh, it was a good show. She's just amazing. And uh, Mrs. Lou Reed, by the way. Isn't her best song um Oh Batman? No. <laughs> 
It was Oh Batman versus Superman. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh Batman. Oh no, that's Snyder verse. The keeper of Okay, Gotham. I love I love that she's doing this to O Canada. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Rebecca. <laughs> All right. Uh oh, we were talking about uh, Comic Con in San Diego earlier. Um I guess it's uh, really happening this year. Uh, yes, I know San Diego Comic-Con was scheduled, but it's really happening because Marvel will be in Hall H this year. They haven't been there <gasps> in years. In case you're concerned, yes, this is from Getty Images because everything <laughs> else was not shareable. Yes. So Thanks, Mr. Images. Mr. Yeah. Images, thank you, sir. We like your museum. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's for real. Now, I remember three years ago when they were there, they announced uh, Mahershala Ali will be in the be Blade in the Blade movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this uh, comes at a time when it's just, uh, it'll be post-Thor Love and Thunder. And uh, who knows what they'll uh, announce. We're hoping well, Kevin some... Feige, Kevin Feige, wasn't it this week? He was like, very soon you guys are going to learn what we're gearing up for. And everybody's like, is it Secret Wars? It's pretty obvious it's Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it Miss Lion and the Pet Avengers? <gasps> Don't even kid. <laughs> well, we got to do something to counter that DC's Pet Avengers, so we got to get our own, don't we? Well, no. DC's Come on, just get let, sued if they do Pet Avengers. The just DC let DC Pet have Avengers. something. Come on, just let them have no. something. No, the Pet DC Avengers is Pet amazing. Avengers are named after. <laughs> there's Captain America. There's Scarlet Witch. Scarlet <laughs> Witch. It there's be, Iron it would Man. Be Captain America. America Pup. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> See the DC Pet Avengers. They name all the dogs after fictional heroes in the DC universe. That's the Marvel <laughs> That's heroes. How it works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's happening for reals. And uh, as we always say, you don't need to go to San Diego to find out what's going on. Just stay close yeah. to your internet. Oh, it's all there. Man. I wish I had listened to you guys and gone <laughs> yeah. on fun. Instead, I sat next to sweaty people sweating for twelve hours. Mm. Sleeping on, uh, yeah. sleeping on a sidewalk with me and Carrie, just like nah, <laughs> not for us. Hey, there was a really kindly custodian who nudged me with his foot at like three in the morning, and I looked up and the, like the moon was lighting him from the back, and he looked at me and he was like, "Hey kid," and I was like, "What, mystical janitor? Are you here Jesus. to give me a power ring or something?" And he's like, "Now you need to move. You're sleeping on some crap." So yeah. get off the crap, kid. Yeah, get off the crap. That's my crap. I'm saving it for later. Yeah, it's mystical crap. I got it at Comic Con. Uh, let's see. And then finally, this before we go to well, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that story. Never mind. Take that oh, story. Okay. okay it's, well, let's, Lee, show the picture. Okay, gonna, Lee, show the picture. the picture. No, there's no let's picture. Hey. That's the one How we're going to do. We're going to. I had a story oh, okay. I didn't tell you about that we were going to do, say. and I changed my mind. We're not going to do that. You better okay. do the well, Blade you Runner mentioned story. it in the chat, yes. though. You were like the Blade Runner thing, no, and no. I'm like, that could be anything. Here we go. And I found this on Io9. Uh, on June, yeah, on June yeah. 25th in 1982, two movies. That's now considered to be masterpieces of their genres, premiered on the very same day and tanked. They yeah. did tank. Yes. Mm-hmm. Both received middling to genuinely harsh reviews, both failed to make a significant dent in the box office, and both mm-hmm. seemed destined to be minor footnotes in the careers of their creators. But what saved both of these movies? Instead, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner and John Carpenter's The Thing have become recognized as two of the greatest movies of all time. And what's interesting about these two movies is uh, they have in common is how the characters constantly ask the question, who is human? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Uh, the thing is considered one of, if not the greatest, one of the greatest horror movies of all time. 
uh, Blade Runner's ah, Blade Runner's ah, Blade, that's so good. Blade Runner's wow. legacy and impact on science fiction and all media cannot be overstated. And yet, when they hit the theaters, no one cared about them. Uh, Blade Runner was considered slow and boring, be- uh, yeah, be- because it wasn't uh, you know Star Wars. The thing was reviled for its gruesome gore and special effects, and was mm, yeah. And it also, let's not forget what happened two weeks before these two movies came out. This really hurt the thing. E.T. the Extraterrestrial opened, so uh, all, all of our space aliens have to be friendly and happy. Yeah, <laughs> but don't they know that Kurt Russell's in the or... thing? They, I guess <laughs> they didn't care. Kurt Russell was having a weird time. I mean, like he was only really doing. Uh, John Carpenter movies yeah. during the early 80s. Uh, the budget for Blade Runner was $30 million, but it only grossed a little over $6 million in its opening weekend, topped <sighs> out at $23.4 mil. Now, the thing <sighs> did better, but was hardly considered a box office success. It made $19 mil on a budget of $15 mil, which which was considered poor enough that it cost Carpenter his next gig. He was supposed to do Firestarter, Stephen King's. Mm. And oh. they said, no, scoot, scoot. Mm. Uh, the parallels do not stop there. Again, this is on io9. You can read the whole thing. I've just got some highlights. Blade Runner was legendarily taken away from Ridley Scott due to his supposedly confusing plot and bleak ending, and the studio forced Harrison Ford to add expository narration to the film, oh, yeah. <laughs> which you can tell yep. as he read it, he hated it. Uh, well, he hates everything. Uh, it's so funny because I never I've acting watched, after this. I've watched all six cuts of Blade Runner, and I actually really love the voiceover version i kind of do too i do Um, too yeah yeah so it changed the ambiguous ending to something happier showing uh deckard and rachel had escaped to la to live in the country now coincidentally the thing's original ending was also replaced with a less ambiguous one for a tv edit that carpenter had ambiguous that had carpenter had no control over and hated one where kurt russell's character escapes to another antarctic research station and proves he's not infected by the alien through a blood test, and the TV version added expository narration as well. At least they didn't pull what they pulled on um, <laughs> David Lynch with Dune, <laughs> where they shot a 20-minute uh, narration at the very beginning to <laughs> go over, so to explain everything, because Dune was so confusing. Uh, despite all this, it says, Blade Runner and The Thing, well, the versions that their directors originally intended, have since become recognized as two of the greatest sci-fi and horror movies of all time, respectively. They've topped the you know top ten lists, dozens upon dozens of belatedly praiseworthy reviews heaped upon them. Blade Runner, particularly, uh, frequently shows up on lists of the greatest film of all time, greatest films of all time. Just fascinating to me. We had E.T., and then two weeks later, these two. And they're they're all 82, in their right? in their genres tops, you know. This mm-hmm. is eighty two, right? Nineteen eighty two. Well, it's the same as the same year we got Wrath of Khan. Eighty two yeah. was a huge year for cinema. Yeah, uh, for for geek cinema in particular. I was being quite the cinema snob at that time. I went to see mm. Blade Runner, but I did not see the thing. Did you see that um, tweet that somebody had showed their friends the thing for the first time, and they were like, "Oh, this is just like Among Us." <clears throat> <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, There's... so here's here's some movies for you from 1982: The right. Thing, Dark Crystal, E.T., Beastmaster, Fast Times yeah. at Ridgemont High, Poltergeist, yeah. the original Tron, Blade Runner, Secret of Nim, wow. Conan the Barbarian, Wrath of wow. Khan, Creep Show, 
Halloween three season of the witch, the best Halloween Big movie year. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I loved season of the witch, the last unicorn, which was one of the last really great independent animated movies. First blood part two, Rambo. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> Grease, Grease two. 2, get that out of here. Phenomenal Grease 2 brought us Michelle Pfeiffer, though, so we, we give what it about, a... What about Wes Craven's Swamp Thing? What about... Get what out about, of my swamp, motherfucker! What about... <laughs> get out about, of my swamp. What about Gandhi, you know? Won the um, uh, best motion him? picture. It won the Academy what about, Award. Uh, what about Ator, son of the Fighting <laughs> Eagle? I yeah! remember Ator, the Fighting Eagle. I had that toy. <laughs> There's so many movies that are considered classics now that just failed at the box office, though. Yeah. Uh, among those two, you got like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, It's a Wonderful Life, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, so many uh, of those Fight movies. Fight Club, all office box office space. failures. Yeah. All box office. Wizard of Oz, Shawshank <laughs> Redemption, probably my favorite movie of all time. Star was a Wars. was a box office. So awesome. many of those. So many of those movies did well. I mean, like It's a Wonderful Life in particular, Wizard of Oz. A lot of those movies. They did well on TV. It was TV. Yeah. So people thought, and then people thought, that, oh, these must have always been classics. I know It's a Wonderful Life was considered like just dead on arrival in theaters. Yeah. And then when you get to the movies we were just talking about, it was home video and the birth yep. of home video. That Highlander is the perfect example of that. Didn't do well in the theater, but and when video yeah. rentals came around, it scored big time yeah and just like you know they said wow that's just one perfect movie we're gonna stop right there <laughs> no i'm pretty right. sure they made a few after that no no <laughs> don't hey tony don't no. sorry sorry don't yeah, they, they were just like this is so good yeah, we might make that's... an extended cut where we yeah, show right, some other Lee. scenes from the past but you know why what... why mess this up with the second third movie or that's what happened remember that's what the doctor taught you yeah, taught me that. Fear, fear and loathing in Las Vegas uh, falls into that category as well. Oh, yeah, soft failure. Too, too weird for muggles. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, it, that movie, well, you know me, I could go on about 100 times. And they tried to make that movie like five or six times, and it was considered to be too weird to film. So yeah. it took Somebody Terry said, Gilliam. Hey, someone weird. They said, let's get Terry Gilliam. He always comes in under budget and on time. <laughs> Without a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's easy to work with. Let's get yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll find out what you guys consumed after these after messages. These we'll, messages. Be right we'll be back. right back. Come along, R2. Don't be so silly. You can't possibly be getting whooping cough. Droids don't get diseases like whooping cough or measles or polio. But children do. If a young child gets whooping cough, it can lead to pneumonia, brain damage, even death. All you need is a little rewiring, but children need to be fully immunized. And alas, so many are not. All right, R2, I'll ask them. Parents of Earth, are your children fully immunized against childhood diseases? Call your doctor or local health department and find out. Immunize your children, please. And may the force be with you. Send for the Parent's Guide to Childhood Immunization. It's yours free. Write Immunization, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009. And we're back. Okay. Right, to, to be fair, Carrie, I was talking about what I didn't consume this week. To oh. be fair. <laughs> well, let's talk. I want to hear. Let's start with Lee because I want to hear about the Meow Wolf in Las Vegas. Bye, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, I 
So I've, I've now put together the definitive Meow Wolf experience. If you want to experience Meow Wolf uh, in, in three different states and have your mind blown in the right order. I want to go to so, the Mexico one so bad. Start in New Mexico. Okay, it is good. the smallest one and it is the first one. Okay. And it is a great experience. Then go to the Las Vegas experience, which was also really good. But what happens is each installation they do as they go on gets better and bigger. Mm. So you want to do Denver last because Denver is the biggest and it's the most current technology. So yeah, Vegas was cool, but we're like, as we as we get through the end of it, we're like, that's it, that's all, because the Denver mm. one's so much bigger and so much more modern and contemporary with its with its special effects and interactive mm. stuff. But there was a cool. We had a little swipe card because I was an employee of the Mega Mart and I was trying to uncover the conspiracy of what's going on and like there's some really cool shit going on and I kept unlocking secret compartments and stuff. So I had a really good time. Um, someone in my party decided that they were going to um, partake of something that they picked up at a specialty goods store in Las Vegas. So we had to keep going back and finding that person and dragging them <laughs> along with us because they kept stopping in certain rooms and going, <laughs> well, the, the video you sent back, having, I don't think I would even have to partake of anything uh, no, from a special was, good store. Did I just walk into a room like that and be like, I don't know what to do? Yeah. You <laughs> I'd just you tip don't. over. Yeah, it's it's pretty damn neat. So, Meow Wolf Vegas, highly recommended. <clears throat> but again, if you're going to do them, do the older ones first. Save Denver for last. So, what's, so what's the order then? We go uh, New Mexico, Nevada. Colorado. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just, I mean, awesome, awesome experience altogether. And the Area 15 thing is cool too. Like it's in downtown Vegas. Um, Area 15 is like all kinds of weird counterculture stuff. So counterculture bars. Uh, there's like um, a magic burlesque steampunk exhibit that's actually a gin distillery. So like you can spend 75 bucks and have a, a distillery tour. But it's all like steampunk Victorian burlesque shows going on while you're getting tanked. So like, you know, really cool stuff for Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, any? Did you watch? Have time to watch any shows? Or yeah. Uh, so for Father's Day, I inflicted everything, everywhere, all at once on my family. Oh, um, nice. Only only one portion of them had seen it. Uh, that movie is amazing. It is officially my favorite movie of all time, which is really hard for me to admit because it's a very new movie but uh it's, have, it's explosively unique so. lee i really want to recommend you watch rrr too i'm going to after you showed the video for that yeah. um and i think i uh, i know rebecca said something about trying to bring back a certain event that we haven't done in a very long time for this particular movie and i agree we should try to do that without actually saying specifically even though some people know what we're talking about <laughs> um and then uh, I watched uh, the season finale of Obi-Wan, and, yes! uh, and then I watched Man. it again, and then mm. I watched it a third yes! time. <laughs> and uh, well, We're, we're going to do a deep dive on the Patreon. I know yeah. we are. I know we are. They did something kind of amazing, and we'll talk about it in the deep dive, something that I did not expect. And uh, it's it's really cool when something this contemporary can honor a character that's almost 50 years old so well. So... Anyway, that's, that's all me. right. Uh, who wants to go next? Rebecca, you ready? Uh, I didn't really watch anything. I finished. Um, I had seen the first two seasons of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, um, but it's I spent glorious trash. I spent the long weekend watching seasons three and four, and oh 
boy, I have a lot of opinions. Um, mostly, I just said, this is not the decisions I would be making if I was the queen of hell. Uh, I feel I feel about it the same way I feel about like the Twilight vampires. Uh, like you are very powerful and extremely old. Why are you in high school? You could be doing literally anything else. And that's how I feel about uh, Sabrina in this show. I'm like, you could be doing literally anything else. <laughs> You're the queen of hell. Um, so I, I finished. What I love about Sabrina is that it's two distinctly different shows. There's all the Sabrina shit, and then there's the Michelle Gomez show. Well, and then seasons three and four um, get real Riverdale-y. Yeah. Like, extremely Riverdale-y. And I'm they like, They were just this... prepping you for the crossover. When she I moves guess to like like literally the things that they do in Riverdale, like getting the kids to play their parent versions in yeah. flashbacks, like that's there. A music, uh, a musical, like something musical happens in each episode. It's. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. Really, I'm just glad it's done, uh, and it ended very badly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna skip it. You should. You should. Put on my list of things to skip. The episode yeah. where they crossed over with the '90s show was fun, though, because I I liked that. That Salem one the cat was caught evil. me off guard because I yeah. was complaining to a friend on Twitter, Wait, like, "Man, what? Salem, yeah." Because Salem they the did cat, a crossover it, with the mach- uh, the uh, with the, the '90s, 90s one. Yeah, because yeah, the ants oh, show up, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, Whoa. it was pretty cool. It was fun. Yeah, I might that, watch one that one was pretty cool. All right, uh, who's next? I'll go next. Tony's got his list ready. Got my list. Uh, let's see. I took Carrie's advice and started the Darth Vader comics. Ooh, yeah. boy. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. So I there's like four volumes kind of in the Marvel app. I started on not the oldest one, but the second to oldest one. And I think I made the right decision because the second to oldest volume, I think it's like 2017 or something that starts off um, almost in the same time period as Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's just starting kind of his stuff as Vader and the Grand Inquisitor. It's the first time he shows up, and <laughs> you can see just like Carrie said, Palpatine pitting the two against each other and stuff like it's it's been good. I'm I'm liking that so far. Mm-hmm. Well, and you and you. Well, we'll talk about it in the deep dive. Never mind. I nearly okay. said something. <laughs> uh, the wife and I watched Russian Doll season two. Oh, how was it? I liked it. Uh, it, yeah. it. I will say though, it does have kind of a slow first half. It the first half is kind of slow, but you're you're watching it thinking, okay, I can kind of see what they're trying to do here. Um, I thought the main character was kind of annoying in the first half of the second season. She was too, like, put together. Like, oh, I know exactly what's going on. Here's what I'm going to do, and this is going to... I understand time travel so well now, you know, kind of a thing. But then things unfold, of course, and stuff falls apart. And uh, I I really liked it by the end of the second season. I thought it was really interesting. Um, It gets super trippy, of course, as the first season did. And then I started a new show with... uh, My wife and I started a new show called The Bear. Oh, yes. It's got the actor, I can't remember his name, he played Lip from Shameless, who I thought he did a really good job in that role. I really enjoyed that character. Uh, he was in Shameless. great. Yeah. And he plays almost the same character in The Bear, except instead of being um, a super smart, uh, like, grifter style or, or motorcycle mechanic or 
you know, computer kid at a startup, which he did to all of those things in Shameless. He's a chef. He's like a highly acclaimed young chef, and he's trying to revive a hole-in-the-wall sandwich shop in Chicago. It's like his, his family's. It's his, his it? brother's, yeah, his brother who passed away. You find that out in the first episode. And we watched the first three episodes. I liked it a lot. I think it's got a lot of potential. Uh, it airs normally on FX, and you can watch them on Hulu as well. Um, but It looks yeah, like I, uh, Abby Elliott is in this show, if you like Abby Elliott. Chris which Elliott's, par- Chris Elliott's daughter. Uh, she, oh, from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is Natalie, the older sister. I don't know. Oh, okay. The older sister. Yeah. I don't know any of the names of the characters, but yeah. Um, I recommend it. I, the first three three episodes are really good. It's, it's, Hulu has it labeled as a comedy. It's a dramedy. It's not a, it's not a straight it comedy. It is. Yeah. So keep that in mind, but I liked it. All right. That's it for me. Uh, who's next? Rebecca or Shannon? Oh, I went already. Oh, sure, went. That's right. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. I finally watched the Nicolas Cage opus, uh, Pig. Ah. Oh, which I really fucking liked. It's a good I keep movie to watch. That I it, it wasn't what I expected at all. Nope. I was explain. I was expecting like a Liam Neeson. I gotta get my pig. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was a much more understated. I just want which, my pig. That's surprising coming <laughs> yeah. from Nick Cage. Understated. Well, well he can yeah, be a very Nick Cage good gives actor. He yeah. gives 110% of himself to every role he plays. Yeah. Um, I really want to watch this movie. I just don't want to schedule time to be sad. It's not. Um, you are. Well, yeah. You it's, it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, end's a little, it, the end did get me. Yeah. It, it's, oh, got no. one of those, it's got one of those ends that I love that you're like, well, fuck. Okay. I guess I'm going <laughs> to go and think about life. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, started watching something called... Um, uh, Mount Snowflake or something like that. It's a new thing on uh, Netflix where they take these fucking idiots and throw them out in the woods and make them live. Oh. I thought Mount Snowflake was where Carrie lived. <laughs> no, they're, but they're all like they're all like these like super like <laughs> young people that are just spoiled and they're just ridiculous. And I just like to watch those people in pain. And uh, <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> Fucking Obi Wan, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, catching up on the uh, Star Tracks. Uh, yeah, good stuff, right? Plenty of good stuff. Good. Yeah. Um, I, Ms. Marvel is a delight, and you should be mm-hmm. watching it. I'm also learning a lot more than I already knew about Pakistani and Muslim culture. It's it's good to learn things, kids. Yeah. No, Carrie, it's bad unless it's about your own culture. <laughs> unless it's, unless it's white folks. Huh? That's uh, why they have Bruno in the show to act as the white person that they can explain <laughs> stuff to. Uh, ah. Uh, but even he understands it. It seems. Uh, let's see, Kenobi. Of course, we'll do a deep dive on that. I uh, rewatched uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is the second time I watched this on Disney Plus. It's in the nice 4K. You know, IMAX conversion uh, thing, so you can see a lot of things that you may have missed in the theater. Um, Netflix brought back Iron Chef. <laughs> oh, I've been yeah, watching that, that too, Carrie. Yeah. Carrie, yes, yes, yes. And uh, it's been uh, it's I I like a cooking show. I do. But you but remember it made you remember how big that show was. Oh right? yeah, like their version of a cooking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the one. I was I forgot. I, I knew I forgot something. They're they're using the. Uh, uh, that uh, the technology it, it's universal now it seems to be the uh, yeah. the volume 
technology mm-hmm. in the uh, opening part where they show you the secret ingredient. You know, yeah. they have a they have like a projector behind that makes it look like a big 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 set. Uh, and 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 Alton Alton Brown is having such a good time. Well, and oh, his, is he on it again? Yes, and, yeah. and he quit. He quit uh, uh, Food Network. And, but to do this show. The girl that oh, he's wow. paired okay, with, though, is 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 all, as smart as, and I think better oh. than he is. Uh, K- Kristen Kish is her name. She's great. She would she would kick your ass for saying that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and and they've got great chemistry. Too. They do. And she's she's. Yeah. I love to watch this. I love. There's her. a really good interview with them in GQ where both of them are talking. She grew up watching Good Eats, and mm-hmm. then and uh, and. So she's really excited to be on the show. He's excited because she knows as much about food science and food preparation as he does. Yes. So he's not carrying the whole damn thing. He can actually exactly have she's, somebody to bounce report. She's off of. incredible. Plus, they brought the chairman back. Let's see. Star Trek: Strange New Worlds continues to be a delight. There was an episode mm-hmm. that uh, the current episode I thought was just going to be another. Wacky, oh, we're stuck in a crazy universe episode, but at the end it turns into something else. I was okay. I was not what, prepared what, what? for that ending. All right. Uh, the Orville also tricked me. Uh, all, That's what I said. All the bad things in the world happening, and I decide to watch The Orville. A space show will take my mind off of the world. No, it turned into a, uh, a Trump and abortion analogy. So, uh, yeah, might want to back off on that one for a few weeks. Love uh, this for us. The surprise uh, <laughs> was Spiderhead on Netflix. Oh, is that good? It it's not great, Spider-head. but it's interesting. Okay. I'll watch anything with uh, with uh, Journey Smollett. She's great. Uh, she yeah. was, you know, of course, in uh, Lovecraft Country and uh, Black uh, Canary. Uh, she's just. I'll watch anything with her in it. And even though Miles Teller was in this, he didn't completely ruin it. Uh, <laughs> I that poor kid. Like I think he's getting less awful every every movie he's in. I, maybe he's lately. figured life out. Maybe I think he's figured. I things hope out. so. Okay, could you imagine being the person who like that's everything that you're in? People have to say, and I didn't hate Miles Teller in it. <laughs> I, so I, for, now, I forget specifically why why. Because because he was such a turd when they were it, it, there was a movie that he was in it was either Fantastic Four or before or after it was Fantastic right around Four. then but he was, was Whiplash? Such a shit. he was just uh, I can't remember but he was oh he was good in Whiplash uh, but he was such a turd on the set and everybody was talking about oh. God we can't stand this kid I hear he's okay. an anti vaxxer oh really ah, okay I'm back I in mean the... but also what do I what do I know I'm not like there yeah. That's true. Uh, but anyway, Spiderhead was interesting. Uh, it was uh, interesting seeing Chris Hemsworth playing a tech bro. Mm. Uh, he can do that? Yeah, I know, right? Well, obviously, you didn't see Grey Hat. <laughs> he, uh, he plays the, uh, the tech bro in charge of this whole thing. And uh, it's, it's a bunch of prisoners who have signed away that said, uh, uh, rather than regular prison, we'll go to this special prison uh, where we get to like, live in comfortable bunks and things like that. Right. And it's like living in a, in, a, in a college dorm. But And every day you have to play a game in an auditorium. No, every day you are, <laughs> you are experimented on with chemicals. Oh, yes! Oh, so it's like, kind of, like, yeah, like what kind of chemicals? Well, these chemicals. Like fun? Uh, well, yes. There, he's trying to find uh, a way to make the world happy, oh. uh, a, may, a way to make the world uh, better through chemically. 
Uh, he's almost uh, Kerry almost sounds like a suicide geek squad. <laughs> <laughs> he almost sounds like going to high school in Magna. Yeah, he's got this. Uh, he's got this chemical that will make uh, everything that you hear funny, even though it's tragic. Uh, he's got this so... uh, chemical that will make you attracted to somebody that you would never be attracted to. Did anybody? Um, uh, wait, yeah. is that just that's tequila? This is this all sounds like a regular Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> well, watch it and let me know. Uh, games, and then we'll uh, crawl towards. I, I, I have a oh, question. Did yes. anybody uh, anybody watch Black Phone, the the Ethan Hawke movie? No, it's not out yet. It just or, oh no, it did come out this weekend. I can't I wait. So. Mad, I can't see it until I, next week. I am yeah. seeing some advanced buzz on that. That's got me really pumped up. But before Tony goes to games, I have homework. Huh? I have homework. <gasps> okay. For all oh, the listeners. No. Um, one of the greatest science fiction movies of all times is having a limited theatrical release tomorrow and Wednesday. So if you want to see Fifth Element in theaters tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so I know this comes out late Saturday night, sometimes Sunday morning. But uh, Cinemark, Sugar House, Cine- uh, Century 16, and Megaplex Theaters at the Valley Fair Mall tomorrow at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. will be playing The Fifth Element. Again, one of the best movies. I got to see it, actually, with Carrie at the uh, what is now a carpet bazaar, but one of the <laughs> former greatest movie houses of all time. Oh, that was a great Also, theater. on Wednesday, June 29th, Cinemark, Sugar House, Century 16, and Megaplex Theaters, 3 p.m., 7 p.m., Fifth Element. Again, one of the greatest science fiction movies yeah. ever made. I mean, if we're handing out homework, Midsummer's playing at Breweries on Monday. I I wanted to watch that on the twenty first, but I was drunk. <laughs> All right, uh, and uh, games. Oh yeah, um, we got Disgaea Six Complete Edition on PC, PS4, and PS5. That's a JRPG series. Uh, Escape Academy on PC. Uh, I don't know what that is. Phobia Saint Dinfna. There's not enough. Tony, there's not enough vowels in this word. There's not enough vowels in this word. Tony, is it midnight in Las Vegas? <laughs> is Hotel. the cat game out yet? Uh, not yet. That's later this year. I think that's October. Oh, I thought it was uh, July. Oh, is it? Maybe it's July. Uh, but I'm we're not in July yet. So we got. Uh, if you like motorcycle racing, MX versus ATV Legends on every platform. Oh, that sounds really fun. Besides Switch. And then uh, it's a big week for DLCs and expansions for games you might already own. Cuphead, the oh. the delicious last course DLC, get it? Uh-huh. Um, that's coming out on thirtieth. You got uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak also on the thirtieth. Uh, Outriders, if you've played, if you liked Outriders, I thought it was pretty good. You get World Slayer that DLC, and then uh, some other game coming out called the Galactic Junkers. I like I like the name of that game. It sounds fun. Hmm. And then yeah, it's uh, July. You're right, Rebecca for the stray. Yeah, Cat I know. Game. Um, <laughs> have, have you also? Um, I don't know if this is out yet. There's a game I like to play called Monster Prom, and I guess they have a third one that's come out. Uh, well, let's take a look here. If it if it's note if it's noted in my uh, list, we got. Or, uh, uh, they might have just. I don't know. Anyway, the game called Monster Prom. It's a lot of fun. I recommend it. The first so, one is a high school. The second one is at camp. This one, I think, is a road trip. So, Monster Rebecca, Prom I kind of, I kind of consider you my A twenty four sommelier. Yes. <laughs> so, um, what, what pairing should I take with? I've never seen Midsummer, so I, I want to watch it. What, what should I pair that with? Shrooms. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> we'll do. Going hard. Don't, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Going hard in the paint right there. Don't I'll do see that. If, I'll uh, see if my old... I know some Swedish fish. I'll see if my old shroom guy is still around. It will ruin you. <laughs> All right. You're like, hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Okay. <clears throat> hey, hey, Ham, come here. Uh, could you take, uh, Uncle Kerry, uh, out, keep him busy for a little bit? The rest of us gotta take care of something that makes him uncomfortable. 